Bill, do you know roses are red? Red roses. Violets are red. Oh, I did not know that. Tulips are red. Everywhere. Red. Dandelions are red. Dang. No, I didn't know that. And the tape around my house is yellow. <laughs> Is that caution tape? What's happened? What's happened at, at, at the Sean Perkins residence? Yeah, do not that was a police po- line. Do not cross. That was a poem you weren't ready for, was it? No. All these red, all this redness. You, you were know. going along with it. Yeah, red, red. Hmm. There are sometimes people when they come in the museum here and they haven't written a poem ever or haven't written one in a long time and they think they have to start off roses are red. And, oh right. Yeah. 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 So I always like it if they'll start like that, but then they'll end to something just really different. So that's fine. Just go off go off that track. <laughs> Let that train go off the track. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then those are kind of the poems that we like to do on this podcast, right? right? Yes, yes. Podcast yeah. Wacky Poem Live. Yeah. Welcome folks. Yes. And I'm sitting across from Sean Perkins. Yes, yes, I am Sean. She is. She is Sean. Sean. I am. She is Sean. She is. She is she who. Yes. Uh, she who. She goes by many names. To my granddaughters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She who. It seems like you should have a doctor in front of your name. <laughs> it really seems like you should be Doctor Perkins to me. I tried. You yeah. know, after after one failed master's degree and the completion of another, I said, "This is it." You just I'm have done. a doctor's. Damn schooling. You, you just have a doctor's aura about you, <laughs> kind of a violet blue doctorate aura about you yeah i don't know why that is but it just is that's very interesting yeah it is and you are i'm bill guthrie Mm -hmm. i have no doctorate aura around me i barely have a bachelor of arts yellow aura over my head (laughs) i didn't didn't know the different degrees had aura they don't i'm just making this up (laughs) i'm just making this up as i you know because i i'm very uh, uh, color uh visually uh, relate colors to things like the number five will always be a reddish brown because that was the color five in my kindergarten class on the on the wall someone colored it that six will always be green well this morning bill i feel like my aura ought to be just something really catastrophic and broken oh, because oh my. it's, it's, it's been a aura yeah we're here we're recording but it's been a night the alarm was going off here in the museum and i didn't even know we had an alarm here didn't even know you had an alarm <laughs> didn't even know that luckily there was no intruder uh, you know no but i had to come up here and and spend the night on an uncomfortable couch what kind of an alarm is it is Wait, it like a, oh no that's yeah it was very it, annoying why couldn't, why to the neighbors it be a l- nice chime i know a nice because so, that wouldn't be alarm then would it i kept getting phone calls and finally the police came and said you really need to come up here and of course as soon as i get here there's no alarm going off yeah. so then i have to wait for it to go off and it doesn't yeah so i slept the alarm did not cooperate <laughs> uncomfortable you know. couch and there's also a tree on the roof so oh well you know alarms and hello, trees on. yes Oklahoma. hello friday yes you know dries a bone for several weeks and heat waves and one little rainstorm tiny two drops and a tree drops yeah. a limb in shock yeah just couldn't handle it yeah well, yeah. we we are here. We're glad you all are here. Yes, and yes, uh, I'm indeed. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yep. We're gonna be here. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna power be on. We're gonna power through it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a poem, and we're gonna have our second session of poetry court. Yes. Oh my. Yes. And and I'm feeling. I'm presiding uh, <laughs> today, and I this gavel's. I've been warming it up. I yeah. know. I I feel a little envious because the gavel is over there on this side with Bill. Yeah, it's I, out of I reach. can't even reach it. It's out of reach of your yeah. uh, hand today. Yeah. I mean, I really overdid it last week. But I really like banging that gavel. Yeah, I was ready to crawl under the table from 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 Judge Perkins. I was like, I think I've lost this case. Well, you get to be Judge okay. Guthrie today. We don't have any degrees. What's the aura of a judge? Oh, I think you, I probably like. I, 
it depends on which judge court you're on. <laughs> probably just dark navy blue to black. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll try. To, I'll try to figure out what your aura color is whenever <laughs> we start that section. Okay, all right. So like episode thirty nine. We're calling this one Yard Kill. Yard Kill. Yeah, and uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Instead of roadkill, yard kill. Yard kill. Yeah, make you think. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully somebody flipping through all the podcasts, they'll see that title and so, oh yeah, and click on us. Yard and, kill. Yeah. What's and if this is the first time listening, I'm I'm glad you're listening. And uh, what we do here on uh, Wacky Poem Life, we're recording at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in the tiny town of Locust Grove, and we uh, have an actual museum here. People come in here and actually write little poems and hang them on the walls, and then we pick them and we talk about them. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're in, in town, drive by, it's the museum with the alarm going off and the tree tree branch on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and the poetry that's written all that's, over the walls. Right. That's how you That's how you know where you are. <laughs> there's, you know. there's about three blocks of Main Street in Locust Grove. Sometimes people that aren't, don't know the area, they call and say they're going to come to the museum. Well, how do I find it? And I'm yeah. like, well, drive down the street and stop yeah. at the place that has all the words written all on it. All the words across the building. <laughs> yes. Hard to miss across from, across from other Businesses whom shall remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just the empty lot on yeah. okay. both sides of okay. us for most of Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so we are doing a poem today that is in a section of the museum where we've done several other poems. In fact, the one we did last week, I believe, was from the Nandelion Wall. It was, wall. yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's a wall of um, photographs by local artist Sula Robertson, and there's a prompt there on... Uh, what would you wish for? You know, wish upon a dandelion. And this poem, though, actually is is not about a wish. So she decided, and we have her name, the person who wrote it. She yes. decided to just write a haiku about she, a dandelion. I, I, yeah, and I think she feels strongly about it, and it's, it, we'll discuss it. But I I love this poem. Yeah, I, the more I read it, the more poem. I like it. So I think I shall delve into it. Delve in. Delve. Dandelion haiku. They are not yard kill, but first taste of spring for bees. Mama's first bouquet. Excellent. Oh, I just thought that was just, <laughs> you know, I read it. I thought, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> by Nancy Taylor Payne, by the way, from Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Wonderful work. I read this, read this, and I thought, the last line is just the sweetest. Because mm-hmm. I thought, it absolutely is. Yeah. How many of us have been out with a uh, granddaughter, child, niece, nephew, little ones, and walking in the yard, and um, uh, you see these little yellow flowers. They walk up and they investigate, as, as little <laughs> ones do, pull them, and then they approach you with them and hand them to you. <laughs> yeah. And it's so universal. Yeah. It is such a universal gesture. And it's one of the sweetest um, uh uh, how do I say uh, gestures of just generosity and mm-hmm. and uh, sweetness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just mean, thought flowers that, are a gift. The, and, definitely, and definitely. I, I think dandelions are many first bouquets from little ones to many people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, they're so ever present and they are pretty. And I know that a lot of people think they're weeds, but I think they're a pretty little flower. Well, I think that's perception. Mm-hmm. I think that you're you're correct because you know back in the seventies, uh, eighties. Pristine lawn, you know, use this for uh, dandelion control, spray this uh, toxic chemical, get rid of this thing, and you'll have green. Yeah, but put the toxic chemical all over your all, yard. All over your yard. <laughs> and, and and now we realize that with the decline of, of the pollinators, that 
this was this is nature's plan yeah. uh, to 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 grow these and have these be the, one of the first sprouts mm-hmm. and, and blooms of spring and such a nu- uh, source of nutrition for bees and butterflies and other pollinators. Um, so I think the tide is turning. Yeah. I no longer spray them. As a matter of fact, when I go out with my dogs, I pluck one and I, I will I like to eat them. I pluck, <laughs> I do. You know, ever since I read, maybe it was the book you gave me. You, uh, but I, I knew they're edible. They're a little bitter, but they're good. But then I think. That was for a bee. I've eaten a bee's breakfast, so I've learned not to to leave them alone and appreciate them. But yeah, I, I eat them. Yeah, they're very they're very vital. There is a place still, you know, for some sort of herbicides and pesticides and things like that. But uh, we are learning that we need to pay much more attention to, like you said, nature's oh, yes. plan yes. Uh, for for all these plants out there. And so when Nancy starts her poem, they are not yard kill. I mean, that's that's a neat way to start, you know. Each mm. line of this poem has something to ponder, and the first thing she's wanting you to ponder is a negative. Mm-hmm. And so that's... So stop thinking of them as a mm-hmm. nuisance, mm-hmm. as yardkill. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are beneficial plants. Yeah. So it's very, you know, definitive statement to begin. And uh, so then her second line, she gives us a metaphor. They are the first taste of spring for bees. For bees. Yeah. For bees who are migrating into the area mm-hmm. from the, uh, for this uh, after the winter, yeah, or that have been resting in somebody's beehive. That's exactly and right. Come out in the morning, resting to get or sheltering. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so they're you know buzz, buzz, buzzing yeah. around, and they're like, oh, there's the first taste of spring. Right, right. <laughs> I read today, as a matter of fact, that monarchs are now on the endangered I list. Saw that too. It's like what the heck, people? I even try to slow down when they're crossing the road. <laughs> You know, now they're on the endangered list. It's like, dang, people, come on, let's help these creatures out. (laughs) And then, like you said, the third line, just such a wonderful image of Mama's first bouquet. Mama's first bouquet. So it's a neat Nancy Nancy Taylor Payne did a great job with this haiku, like I said, because I think just each line tells us so much. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just from that first line, you know, this is not a lawn person. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're lawn people, yeah. and there are non-lawn people yeah, in not, the world. That's true. If we're going to, like we said in the last episode about dividing people mm-hmm. up, if mm-hmm. we were going to divide them, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but rows and rows and rows of sterile green yard is more and more unappealing to me as I yeah. get older. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the uh, perennials in the cottage gardens and the to look at the creatures fluttering and, and buzzing around and lizards on rocks, whatever's happening. You know, but Mama's first bouquet. When a child presents you with a dandelion and you make a big deal about it, like, oh, thank you, my gosh, look at that beautiful thing. Well, the first thing, first thing that some of my nieces and nephews have done is like that endorphin rush that they receive, <laughs> yeah. and they're off to look for more. Yeah, they're gonna, they're off to bring you more. It's like, oh, I like this. <laughs> so it's such a, you know, it's such a great teaching lesson for a little one. It is, you know, uh, uh, to give and you know, the the joy of giving. Uh, I think I did find out too that there is a National Dandelion Day in spring, which I didn't know oh. about. Did you know there was had, one? It's on April fifth every year. April fifth. That's a, yeah. an appropriate month. They're it just is. coming into their so own. Next April, we'll have to try and remember that. Yeah. Now I do remember. Do you remember the crayon that was called dandelion? No. I really liked the dandelion crayon. Now, let me guess. <clears throat> let me guess. It was easy. It was either green or gold. 
And I'm going to go with probably dandelion. They're probably going to focus on the flower. So I'm going to go with sort of an orangey gold yellowish. You are correct. Oh, ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. I don't have a ding, ding, ding. Well, ding me. Ding what, me. What do I have, though? Let's let's just do you a. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my Pharaoh wig. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I really liked it because it wasn't like the bright yellow. Mm -hmm. It was, like you said, it was more of an orangey kind of yellow. Kind of a dusky, little, little more kind of rich. dusky, dusky mm -hmm. yellow. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a good name for it. So that was a that was a crayon I used a lot. Yeah. And I didn't realize because I haven't um, actually colored with crayons in a while, which I should. I love crayons. I love the smell of crayons. Yeah. But I didn't realize that in 2017, Crayola... Retired the dandelion crayon. Oh no! I yeah. know. Well, I wonder what they did. They retire it and just call it something else. I I you don't know? know. I just read where they retired the crayon. So now a dandelion crayon is collectible. <laughs> you might see one on Antiques Roadshow. I found this dandelion crayon. It makes me want to have one right now. Yeah. I have to go through my box. I do have a box of crayons. I have to see if one's in there. And you might look and see what similar color is being called now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Colors change. Bill, do you know what, what the dandelion said to the landscaper? Um, uh, cut me and I will get my army to sting your <laughs> blank. Don't take me to your weeder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me to your weeder weed eater. No, no, no. That was a bad joke. I'm trying to keep up with it, folks. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. I'm, I never know quite what to expect. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Well, this is a haiku, and I think we talk about we talked about haiku again last time, didn't we? we I feel like we talk about we did, it a lot. We did because I said I mentioned the fact that you know one line poems I used to consider aren't those always haiku, and that's not the case. Yeah, you know we had one liners. Oh, that's last, right. Last that's session, right. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I thought, no, that's you know haiku is a specific uh, uh, type of poetry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know what I'm thinking. My memory is about also when we're doing. Uh, folks out there in our, our little town, we have the, the Poetry Museum sponsors this uh, sort of exercise, and it's practice in different um, different arts and breathing exercises and learning a form called Chanji. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's led by uh, Master Paul Flaherty here in mm -hmm. town. He's a wonderful, wonderful great person. Great class, by the way, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we combined some poetry with this class. Right. And so we do our breathing and our exercises, our forms and our punches and, and all of that. And then we also end and begin with, with poetry. Yeah, and I like it because <laughs> poetry for you is second nature. So uh, uh, Paul kind of uh, – um, has it's not his forte, so to speak. So when he struggles a little bit to kind of get that, like we all do, the poetry, and then we, you with the uh, exercise part, you know, he he's and he, I'm struggling he, with the right, exercise he puts us, part. He puts us through our paces. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, okay, right jab, left jab, okay, uh, foot sweep, uh, uh, um, chamber, 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 which arm, which arm is up? You know, like Paul, get away from me! Don't stare at me! Don't look at me! <laughs> But it's. I enjoy watching. Breathe, breathe, he says. I enjoy watching that dynamic. Yeah, uh, we very much. To, we forget to breathe. breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but very anyway, cool. it's it's a wonderful class, and we're if you're listening locally, we we take we're taking a break in August, but we're going to start it up again in September. And I I often talk about haiku with that class. You know, it's traditional Japanese form. And I actually gave an an, an assignment that had to do with the the person who really. I'm not sure if you'd say he invented it, but he really um, 
brought it to light in the 17th century, and that was the Japanese poet Matsuo, Matsuo Basho. And um, so his, one of his famous poems is just, An old pond, a frog jumps in, the sound of water. Yeah. You can just you can uh, hear it and see it, mm-hmm. and even what I'm what I envision is uh, ripples coming yes. from the center outward. Because mm-hmm. a frog will go under for a while. You're not going to see him for mm-hmm. a while. But I think the what I like about Nancy's dandelion poem, and what I like about haiku, and even the ones that we've done at our at our practice is, is it's you know it's a focus on an image. Yeah. And so if you want to, to learn to write poetry and you want to learn to write good poetry, this is, you know, haiku is an excellent place sure. to start. Yes. Uh-huh. Because you have, to, you have to emphasize something very simply but with intensity, and you have to be direct. Mm-hmm. There's no space for, you know, a bunch of extra words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of why Every I word's think important that people in like haiku. haiku too. Every word's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And the images are quite intense with haiku yes yes and um i was uh, wondering uh, nancy if if she might have been looking uh, obviously looking at the dandelion uh, photographs i wonder if this was a spontaneous writing Uh, it must have been but it seems like it's so well thought out Mm -hmm. it's just you know uh, each line is each line is very quite um poetic in on its own uh-huh. and the whole room is still the room in the museum where this is in it is um it's about the exhibit is oklahoma wildflowers so one whole wall is dandelions but uh, and and that's of course a very common wildflower and or a weed as mm. as people would still say today and um, but some of the others in the room are a little bit less common like the doll's eye which mm-hmm. most people are not even familiar mm-hmm. with and and it's like um well, Coryopsis is actually pretty common around here, even though we call it something else, which well, I can't think of right now. <laughs> you know, Coryopsis are uh, sneezeweed. I don't know. There's some other name we use for Coryopsis. Of- <laughs> if, if it's what I'm thinking of, there they sell that at the nursery. Yeah, Coryopsis. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's pretty prolific wildflower around here mm-hmm. too. So is a spiderwort. Have you noticed the, the yes purp- the, the spiderworts in the museum all sh- exhibit? All shades of purple, and mm-hmm. and they. You know, I'll be in Tulsa, and I see spiderwort in a little half gallon, or you know, the quart containers. I'm, I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah. Come to my property. They're, about, you know, they're anyway. everywhere. Well, it's everywhere. like trumpet vine. Trumpet vine. You know, trumpet vine going sixty feet tall up a telephone pole, mm-hmm. but they'll sell it to you for fifteen dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. At the nursery. But you know, Nancy might have walked in and was really drawn. I'm sure she's really drawn to Sula's photographs of the dandelion. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was probably a, a flower that that she's very familiar with, and that she really had something to say about. And um, so she left us this beautiful poem. Well, and obviously she is uh, um, aware of nature and the importance of the uh, hierarchy of uh, in, in the, uh, plants and and not hierarchy, but the um, reliance of plants and insects. And you said hierarchy. I thought you were going to go no, all biology on me. We don't want to do hierarchy. I had this flashback because I don't want to say that once biology more, class. <laughs> the sim- okay, I know what I was thinking. The symbiotic relationship between plants and every, okay. everything else. But uh, she's obviously you not, weren't going to go into phylum and no, stratum and, and also it's like now what when a plant has water in it it is what turgid. Remember oh. turgid. Xylem goes up, phloem comes down, oh. and, and this is like this is like random cells from greenhouse management back in sixth the only, grade. The only thing I remember from my biology class in college was we t- had this in imaginary 
uh, animal called the pouch beast. Ooh. I still remember the pouch beast, beast to this day. Because yeah. we had to draw him, and then we had to explain his whole, I don't know what it's called, the hierarchy, you know, where he fit into the hierarchy of animals and what phylum and all of that that he was in. Well, I, I wanted to know what you were smoking back in <laughs> batch, the— back <laughs> It's just weird, you know. Uh, I say this often. It's weird the things you remember. Yes, you it know? is. Yes. Or the little snippets that you have of deja vu yep. of some moment. You're like, why? Yeah. Why I think I've done this. I think I've done this before. I mean, just stupid things like I remember. I have a deja vu moment that comes up, and it's just me sitting in our old uh, tan-colored station wagon. You know, that had the four rows of seats, and the last one faced the back window. And I'm just sitting there looking at the the ashtray that's on the armrest. Mm-hmm. Because you spend a long, lot of time. <laughs> Watching, sitting backward, watching that ashtray, which probably had like a, 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 a aluminum aluminum little cup thing to hold yes. a cigarette on it. Yes, and maybe it might have had a swivel top. Yes, and you can pull the whole little aluminum pocket out to, to clean empty it. it. Yeah, and oh. it had Winston cigarettes because that's what Dad smoked. Okay, see, I'm right there with you. <laughs> But right. why is that a deja vu moment that I have? I don't know. You spend a lot of time looking at that ashtray going and coming from places of importance. Probably annoyed about it. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Um, I think we've we've talked about dandelions before because we have so many wonderful poems back there on that wall. But and so I'm sure we talked about this too. But I just find it interesting, you know, as my lover, the online etymology uh, right. dictionary tells oh, yeah. me yeah. the uh, derivation of the word dandelion. By the way, were you making a point earlier, and I just oh. <laughs> Back to that. I just I was, realized oh, I, I, no, I, I, I interrupted I'll, your point. It wasn't really so much of a point, but it, but it was just like obviously um, uh, Nancy has uh, – uh, You should it, use that gavel on me. Use the – Order. Let me make my point. Um, Nancy, uh, you know, she she has, she has an opinion and is educated about uh, um, the importance of, of, of biology because of the first line. The second line, she is obviously uh, knowledgeable about the uh, symbiotic relationship between insects and the rest of the world. And lastly, she has obviously received a bouquet from a child of dandelions. So these are all very sweet things that I think she has experienced personally, which makes this more powerful. Well, thank you. Yeah. That All was right. my point. I'm 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 glad that <laughs> That was my point, which I, I was gonna get to make. Thank I'm you, glad, Sean. <laughs> I'm glad my train stopped on the track. And, like, and I know you're glad. tired, I know you haven't slept, but I want to make my point. <laughs> <laughs> but you were just gonna let me keep talking. Was, you weren't I, gonna interrupt I, well, me. Well, you know, you're the engineer, I'm just the caboose here. You know, I was like But I looked over at you and you had your pen and it was still pointing to <laughs> something you had that written must have been, down. That must have been subconscious. Uh may I yeah, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Interrupt me. And like I said, you got the gavel <laughs> over there. But I'd love the derivation of the word dandelion because it comes from a root, uh, a, the Latin dens, which means tooth. And so it's the tooth of a lion. And if you think about what a dandelion looks like, its little petals look like teeth. Yes. And then, of course, the shape of it looks yes. like a lion's mane. Mm-hmm. So that's just one of those that I just I just love talking oh, about, yeah. the root oh, of yeah. dandelion. It also, I mean, the same word is the root for, you know, dental and dentist and periodontal and, and all of that. And you just don't think, well, the dandelion and the dentist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same root. Right. Mm-hmm. D- dandelion, and I've spoken about this in a prior podcast, is always going to be a, a word that is um, etched in my brain, like you say, um, um, 
déjà vu because I won the, my third grade spelling bee with the word dandelion, D-A-N-D-E-L-I-O-N. And I did not know how to spell it, but I, by golly, I sounded that out. And I, <laughs> when I won, I kind of just sort of went blind thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I'm, I'm famous now. <laughs> I've won the spelling bee. I think I got a ribbon or something. But, uh, well, yeah. that's why dandelion, dandelion stayed in your head. It stayed in my head. Dandelion was was the winning word for my third grade spelling bee. Well, excellent. True story. Well, I love all these memories of dandelions and that Nancy has allowed us to talk about, and even other memories that have nothing to do with dandelions that Nancy has allowed us to talk about. Yes. But <clears throat> I think we're at that point where it's time Uh-oh. for. Poetry Court. All right, here we go. All right. (laughs) I'm going to toot my own gavel. Toot your gavel. Toot my own gavel. It's time time for us. The time has come, you know. Poetry Court. Is now in session. Session two. Session. Where's my bailiff? Where the heck is my bailiff? Is he he getting donuts again? He's not here. Darn it. Well, I got to be the judge and prosecutor last time, and... uh, Bill had to defend the poem that I had. So this time, Bill is the, the poetry judge and prosecutor, and I have to <laughs> defend the poem that he picked out today. Yeah. Yeah. And I would you – know, so I, I, hear, I hear you have a poem. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to read it? Yes, I do have to read it. I am the lawyer. I am the defense. Yeah. yeah what, yes. What, Your present, Honor, we are here a, to pres- discuss this poem, which is worthy of, of many merits. You say it's worthy. I want you to present your case. I'll be the, I'll, I'll be the <laughs> dis- decider of that. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Okay. Um, so here is the, the poem. Here is the crime, crime. in question. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Where in the heck did you get some sort of drivel like that and bring that in my courtroom? I think I got this because it's hanging above your washer dryer in your laundry room. Besides that. Strike that from the record. So Strike that from the record. That, that is my first piece of evidence that you actually have paid money for this poem, and it's hanging in your Objection. house to this Objection. day. Objection. It, it didn't come out of my wallet. It came out of Rob's wallet. <laughs> It, and it's hiding a circuit. There's it's only one judge. It's hiding a breaker breaker box. There's only one judge in this court, and Rob has nothing to do oh, with it, Mr. Okay. Guthrie. No. Judge, Gu- oh, Your Honor, Your Honor. You know what? You're getting a little mouthy, uh, uh, Attorney uh, Perkins. Are you going to find me? Uh, I'll. You know, you might. I might have to have a fine uh, box here where I can put some money in. Right. Well, I'm just trying to point out. That the judge, the prosecution, is probably biased against this victim because it is actually in your possession. Uh, I got nothing to say to that, but do you? State your case because <laughs> what makes you, what makes um, what makes you think this is worthy? How, how would you defend this? Well, number one, what do you have against Eleanor Roosevelt? Um, I have nothing against Eleanor. Roosevelt. All right, I proved my case. <laughs> We're done. I won because. Even though this is not a line that she said, it is a plagiarism of a line that she said. So she was the motivator for this. So why you got to be hating Eleanor Roosevelt? Well, the, only you would have this encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of, of. It's called Google, Bill. It's called, it's called Google. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Your Honor. <laughs> you, it's disrespectful. Stop, or I'll have bailiff. 
bailiff, Kelly, nobody. Or, Nobody's or, here to help. Where's my bailiff? <laughs> He's, he went for donuts again. Um, I but, feel you need to silence me a lot more than you are. <laughs> silence. Um, so you th- uh, other than the fact that this is a plagiarized mm-hmm. version of a, of a poem, mm-hmm. is there anything else that appeals to you about this, this writing? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I read it wrong. Yeah, it was happiness. <laughs> it was happiness. I wasn't going to correct you. I'm See, sorry. I was quiet again, well, but the delirium has set in from no sleep. This but. is because I wanted you to see the original and understand. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> understand yeah. that the that the one that's actually hanging in front of your, what'd you say? Uh, it, it's like a, a circuit breaker. <laughs> your uh, circuit breaker, which I should well, know that because I had to keep flipping circuit breakers for the alarm today. But anyway, kind of a, it says happiness, happiness belongs to those who believe yeah. in the beauty well, of their dreams. Well, I was wanting to ask you, why, did, why is happiness only belong to those who have dreams? I think that's discriminatory. Can you present your case? Again, I will say <laughs> that this person, this poet, this poem is striving to be an honoring of Eleanor Roosevelt's original quote, which was, the future belongs to those who believe I in the beauty of their dreams. I think this person does not it know It is who, a loving rendition. I think this person does not know who Eleanor is. I think this person probably has live, laugh, love on their wall. <laughs> probably a few gather pillows here and there, um, which is also – a crime. Um, You're silencing yourself with that, by oh, the way. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's it's a new world here. <laughs> you know, I'm a new I'm new to the bench. I'm sorry. I still don't think you proved your case. Well, I don't think you proved your case. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the one who has to prove. No, you're the one who has to prove it. You're the well, prosecution. No, you're the prosecution. I'm the judge. No, you're the judge and prosecution. I'm the defense. Is that right? <laughs> Well, you know, these are trials by jury. I mean, by judge. By trials fire. by judge. So by the, the judge by is the fire person. by the tail of your pants. <laughs> the tail of my pants. The seat of your pants. <laughs> seat of your pants. <laughs> well, my my last statement about this is that as and you interrupted me. The oh, poem I, is a loving. Re- don't apologize to the defense. Poem is a loving <laughs> rendition and tribute to Eleanor Roosevelt, the greatest first lady who ever lived. So. Are you going to attack Eleanor Roosevelt in your sentencing of this poem? I am not, but I think if Hobby Lobby knew this was an Eleanor Roosevelt derived, they would probably burn everything on every one of these on the wall. I think Hobby Lobby and Eleanor Roosevelt are, you know, they're just not their roles apart in their theocracy. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, that's an excellent point. So, oh, oh. <laughs> uh oh, I wasn't supposed to Uh-oh. say that. That's all right. Bring it on. Bring on the compliments. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your sentence? My sentence is: You shall write um, <laughs> worthy. Uh, you shall. You have to go to Hobby Lobby and write down wonderful sayings of uh, on their little on their little uh, plaque wall. So be it. Court, Court is, is dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make my sentence be: I had to write happiness is over and over and happiness over with is, different lines. Happiness is. Now you know. I, I do. Oh, that reminds me of those little those little naked babies from the seventies where yes. it said love is, love is love is. But also Charles Schultz was notorious for happiness is, and I love Charles Schultz. Yeah. Happiness because he is, wasn't smarmy. Happiness is a warm beagle, so true. Yes, 
Yes. Snoopy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Schultz gets away with it. All right. Yep. Well, I've been chastened. I think I might have lost that one, even though I had a good case with Eleanor Roosevelt. I dropped the bomb. <laughs> You did. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) All right. Well, you all have uh, wasted a wonderful half hour with us here. Never wasted. Never wasted. (laughs) Educated. We thank you very much. Uh, As always, please uh, share. Please give us a review on. Especially on on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I, I think it yeah. seems like those are where we show up the best. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, I, I, Spotify is really uh, prominent on my feed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and uh, we appreciate you. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.